Vamos para la playa, para curarte el alma. Cierra la pantalla, abre la medalla. Okay, welcome to Resting Midway. Why are you wearing a shirt? <laughs> I'm going to play the fifth on that. <laughs> um, as usual, I'm Kay. I'm Laura. And I'm Sydney, and we're going to the de- goddamn World Series. Oh my god. Ah! Genuine question for the two of you, and then for anyone who's listening to this. Are we gonna survive? Oh my <laughs> god, your voice isn't. No, my voice is done. <laughs> Kay, I don't think you're surviving right now. Oh no. <laughs> I'm like, I have a week and a half where I can sleep. I'm so happy. <laughs> oh my god, that was the first thing I said this morning. So everybody was like looking at me with the, I had my Nats earrings on and a lot of people don't actually follow so they didn't know. Mm-hmm. what the outcome was just that like I something was happening and I was very stressed and they were all kind of looking at me funny like out of the corners of their eyes and I was like yeah yeah no it's good like we won I get to to pay attention to my life for a week before things go off the rails again <laughs> I had a lot of people coming up to me and congratulating me <laughs> as if I had done something you did you, <laughs> you did, did this we did <laughs> but there were like people were coming up being like everybody is so happy for you and i'm like really <laughs> i mean it's a nice contrast from when somebody came up to me in 2017 and said i'm so sorry and someone else thought someone had died <laughs> and i like our this- hopes and dreams somebody, yeah somebody did die i like 20- this better <laughs> I do. I like this so much better. And I love I know literally everyone has been saying it, but I feel like I like I feel like we have to say it too. The way in which we did this, literally exercising demons of playoffs past. Oh my god. When we went just... 6-0 and then 7-0. Oh. And then we were like, oh yeah, a six run lead against the Cardinals. That's worked well before. I had people texting me who didn't know about that. Being like, yeah, this is going so great. I'm like, I don't think you understand. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we've been hurt before. We've seen this. We know how this goes. I've seen this movie. The stupid devil magic. They had a priest in the in Microsoft's box. <laughs> yep. Well, yes, I mean, how many times have we joked about doing exorcisms? I feel like the Nationals just had an exorcism done. Or I lit the candles and everything. Uh, we should note that Lara is now famous because the DCS wrote up her shrine. Yes. Uh, and they have hired her as the director of ritual conditioning. Yes, this is this is according to Sydney, um, yeah. that I'm yeah. the Nats' new director of ritual conditioning. But the thing about the article is real. I am now in such high and mighty company as Bearded Natitude. A.K.A. Bam Bam, A.K.A. B.J. He of the will not shave his beard until the Nats win a World Series. I am featured in an article alongside him. It's it's a pretty amazing honor, guys. <laughs> well, you earned it with all those shrines. Yeah, <laughs> it's some work. What yeah, was in the, What was in the shrine yesterday? Um, well, they've had to be very consistent now. So the only one that's changed was the wild card one was the original Scherzer one and it just had my white jersey of him and the wild card his command was all off so I had to change it so now it's all the baubles um but yesterday was just Corbin's pet calendar page the same as it's been I mean it keeps sticking with what works yep. oh yeah you know I mean no, I'm not gonna have, change it have they washed their blue jerseys 
I don't God. think so. And I hope they don't. I mean, I'm sure it smells delightful, but <laughs> not wash them. I have washed my pajamas, so I know I can wash them again, which is really a relief because otherwise we'd be getting into a bad place here. My my pajama shirt that I've been wearing um, is my Enciende Tu Natitude shirt from Hispanic Heritage Night 2012, which was the night <laughs> yeah. that we clinched the first playoff berth. Oh. Yeah. I think I've told this story before, but I didn't get a giveaway shirt at that game. I was very sad. I got onto the Metro after the game. There was a drunk 20-something dude wearing one, and I said to him, man, I'm so jealous you got one of those shirts. And he looked at me and slurred, you wanted one of these? Took it off of his body and handed it to me. Was it Brian Dozier? <laughs> you know, in hindsight, it might have been. I could not tell you that it wasn't. Spiritually, it was. Like, was Brian Dozier, like, apparated onto a subway in 2012. Yeah. That like, was there were some first... time turnal shenanigans. That was my first Nats shirt. Oh. So, yeah, I've been I... sleeping in it since the wildcard game. Speaking oh. of Nats shirts, I want to note, and I think I've told you both this, I wore a Drew Storen jersey to Cardinal, to uh, Bush Stadium earlier this year. Yes, you did. Yeah. So I got that energy all over their stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! I just, can we can we forgive him now? Yeah, I, I already forgave him. I a know long you time guys ago. did. I know. I know we're all united in this, but can we, as a fan base, please? I nothing would bring me. Well, there's there. I I'll take that back. Things yeah. would bring me greater joy. That is a thing that would bring me a lot of joy, though. If we could collectively decide to forgive Drew Storen, that would. I bring have me a, lot a, of joy. a a Tyler Clipper jersey signed by Drew Storen hanging next to my wedding yeah. photo. And that was after, after 2012. Oh, yeah. No, that was, yeah. I want to say, in tw- that well, was in 2015. It, yeah, because it was after Clip got traded. So, mm-hmm. And it um, was also after my wedding. Like, it was a week after. So, like. I, I honestly think that we're kind of staring down the barrel of, like, in 20 years, someone's just going to have to do, like, an investigative documentary of what went wrong in that game five. Oh, and no. then people will finally forgive him. It'll be like, like true crimes, but like baseball true crimes. <laughs> um, uh, if so, we're doing actually, baseball, that's a good idea for a series. Somebody uh, that's not me, write that down. So uh, for for more recent closers and more currently joyous closers, did you guys all see that really long article about Huddy and his wife and the whole labor process and? just like the incredible chaos of all of that because that i i didn't know that much about him as a person and i obviously didn't know very much about his family but that article so very much endeared the entire hudson clan to me um yeah i, I mean this is so this is the jeff uh Passan article that was sort yeah. of a long profile and i have mixed feelings about him jeff what's his oh name? oh well he messed up multiple facts in that article so oh. as i put on twitter like jazz hands pathan um because he like had the, he had that that it was going to extra innings in uh nlds game five four four but yet the final score is seven to three and i'm like <laughs> when you can't google it um yeah my favorite part of the article was just a little aside that i feel like a different reporter probably would have maybe unpacked a little bit more so People on Twitter decided to give, uh, like, a few, a handful decided to give uh, the Hudsons a hard time about, like, scheduling their 
delivery and how to induce labor and that if you're rich enough, you can have a baby according to like a very specific schedule. No. Sarah Hudson is a labor and delivery nurse. This She literally knows more than you about this, both as a pregnant human being and as a labor and delivery nurse. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's had two other kids and also does this for a living. Yeah, I mean, I think that the take home from that article to me was just how lovely this family was, not the particulars of the person who wrote it. Um, I'm but, so happy they didn't name their child Bella for Taco Bell because she was eating Taco Bell when she was pregnant. Because that is some that is some goyish and nonsense right there. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been okay with Annabelle though. Oh yeah, Anna, Annabella Sean, uh, absolutely. It works for a boy or a girl, honestly. <laughs> um, I get the feeling there's going to be maybe a lot of babies born named Annabella Sean. <laughs> Oh dear lord! Oh, yeah. Are oh. we gonna have a World Series baby? I want him. Uh, I think I think there may be one that got started last night. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> just saying. Well, hey, we got a great labor and delivery nurse. If anybody needs one. <laughs> but um, yeah, Jesus. <laughs> like they just name their child Huddy, and you're like, why? Why don't do that? Like you had other <laughs> options, you could name them after a taco, like. <laughs> but yeah, let's. We're getting close to wrapping this up, so let's just um stick to our reactions from last night. I think to to close it out here. Um, I called I, Grace and cried. That's my reaction. That's what that's I. That feel that feels like a very appropriate reaction. Um, I I apparently started crying in like the eighth inning. <laughs> Um, or I should probably rephrase that and say crying was something that happened to me because I had no say in the matter. I was just like, oh, my face is wet. Why? <laughs> was it after just, the I third think, out at the top of the eighth? I don't know. I think I just finally had one too many commotions crammed inside of me. And I was like, that's it. I'm done. Everything's leaking out now. Um, but yeah, Jesus. Said so we were able to catch it, I assume. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I <laughs> foolishly scheduled a vacation for the middle of October. <laughs> <laughs> Months ago. Yep. Uh, and remember going, eh, I think the Nats will probably be out of it by then. So, like, I, maybe I'll need, like, a break and, like, to go and, like, reset. And, like, I I watched the first game, uh, the first home game, uh, at, a, at half at a bar. But then I was informed that yelling oh baby what are you doing when Rendon didn't properly field something in an otherwise fairly quiet bar was not appropriate outside <laughs> behavior so I watched the second I was like I know I'm not going to be okay for this one last night so like I literally just I sat in my hotel room uh, which was very not lovely in Charlottesville uh, you know I went to, to see Ryan Zimmerman's birthplace <laughs> um i've also been to like where rendon played you know in college so i think i'm just gonna have to complete the tour yeah um, that sounds that sounds right and if you can skip st louis the scherzers will forgive you yeah well, she's been already too that's true. i have been and i got drew Starrett energy on their stadium <laughs> um and so yeah i i watched and i uh i i may have yelled some things that not may not have really worked through hotel room walls 
I was informed halfway through the game that our that our room only abutted an ice maker, so that was better for everyone involved. Except random unsuspect- unsuspecting people who are just trying to get ice and live their life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um I like if I was informed that there was maybe like some entendres that I was like maybe aware of, but also not aware of. I was also not aware of what was coming out of my mouth. Um, but yeah, that's what happened. Uh, but I, I actually, I mean, I, I was shivering through the eighth inning, like literally like involuntary shivers, uh, and pleading. Um, I, I was not like somebody who was standing next to a friend of the show, Alexa, who was promising sexual favors to Tanner Rainey. <laughs> I'm like, oh no. Oh. Jesus. Okay. Oh. <laughs> um, but I mean... like, I was like, I was telling Daniel Hudson and John Doolittle how much we loved them and how much if just each out was just so important to me as a person. <laughs> that so- still sounds remarkably more coherent than anybody in the stadium was. I don't remember half the things that came out of my mouth. Because <laughs> you I don't blacked think, out? No, I didn't black out. I just don't... I think I stopped making any degree of sense whatsoever and it just became one inarticulate noise for six outs. I mean, I was going... Because every other word out of the broadcaster's mouths was something about 2012 or something about us going to the World Series. Or both or the tying run is in the batter's box or the tying run is i don't i'm like i don't give a shit where the tying run is stop saying that i i have i have a ritual where i mute uh the broadcast even for for like mass and games when the nats are pitching and then i unmute when the nats are hitting see the problem is the last time i muted the broadcast was the last time we lost oh oh yeah so i have Um, to listen to them now but I don't know if you like it. Yeah, the TBS broadcast is not great. They've gotten worse. They started out better than this, and it's been downhill. You have to technically have them unmuted. That does not mean you have to listen. I suppose that's true. I could put them on, but put Charlie and Dave on my headphones. Yeah, Yeah. there you go. Um, But yeah. It is a lot more fun to see this with with Charlie and Dave calling it. Like, a lot more fun. Um. Kay, in addition to being involved with the collective experience of witnessing this kind of joy uh, at at the actual, you know, stadium, you don't uh-huh. have to hear the TBS broadcast. No, I know. I'm well. I'm well aware of what I am saving from saving myself from. Uh, there, are, there, there's some physical pain on the other side of things, as you can hear. But, um. I had to keep reminding myself not to hyperventilate because you scream so many times and it starts to, you sell you say let's go Nats a couple times and then you're like oh no I don't have any more oxygen, um, yeah, <sighs> and you know what how we got MVP oh which was the cherry on the top of that overheaped Sunday, and he was actually he did not I I was like oh boy like baseball player makes off the cuff speech this is just gonna be every single press cliche and then i actually <laughs> thought his speech was really lovely he's a, a lovely person he and scherzer apparently had like a long discussion that they they talked about in an interview about like the value of experience and like mm-hmm. how like not just like that they're grateful to be older players but like if they 
could go and give their same experiences back to like their 25 year old selves would they do that and like is the point of experience the earning of it or is the point of the experience like the 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 decisions you make at the end of it and i'm just like as somebody who is their age i love this so much <laughs> that they're really they're that they're not just like viejos forever all right they're older guys but like yeah. that they really appreciate that age and treachery beats youth and enthusiasm as the youth and enthusiasm of this podcast i do like to benefit from your guys experience so um and it's just it's Juan Soto got the age and treachery he got the the treachery without the age (laughs) uh Victor Robles actually plays like the youngest player on the team um but the rest of them I'm like yeah age and treachery wins Mm -hmm. like Annabelle Sanchez is age and treachery if you made it into a person and put some glasses on it yeah (laughs) (sighs) okay I think we're gonna we're gonna end it here uh, continuing our stretch of uh, uh, not actually real episodes <laughs> because we are going to hopefully get to do this one more time and okay. we also have had Laura sing on all three of the not a real episodes true, that's although, true although I do need to parody something before game one because that's what it specifically has been so your moment yeah, your moment is coming. Yeah, so just I, in case it actually does need to be a parody for this karmic nonsense, I will have something to parody before game one. Can All it right. be to the tune of You Gotta Have Heart? I mean, I can just record that, but I don't <laughs> don't have to parody that any more perfectly than it already is. Can I point out also that we've gotten all of these final outs on a catch, and that's how Damn Yankees ends. And the old guy turns back into an old guy because the devil takes back his spell and he makes the catch anyway. And so, like, I just keep... And it's, it's, it's in the winning game of the pennant, specifically. So last night, I was just like, oh, God, oh, God. Is this is this the moment it's all revealed? <laughs> is Victor Robles going to turn into an old man? <laughs> I make the catch anyway! I, I mean, Michael A. Taylor cannot turn into an old man because he has a picture of aging Michael A. Taylor somewhere. <laughs> presumably <laughs> like are, are all the baseball cards of him aging an investigation wait, wait i gotta fa- i'll find one and i'll report back in the next episode <laughs> I know I have face, one. ladies and gentlemen come for the music <laughs> and the literary references <laughs> i'm gay i'm laura and i'm sydney let's go nats to the world series let's go Nats to the world fucking series to the World Series! And beyond! <laughs> Please come back, Tyler. It's just not the same since you went away. We really miss your eyewear. And the way you confuse batters at the plate. There's a seat for you right next to Drew, and we need you to pitch the aid. Besides, there's no other team who uses chocolate sauce to celebrate.